Bruce Johnson, founder and CEO of Biscalers and the Biscalers Club. And today I want to talk to you about how do you successfully lead a virtual team well? How do you successfully lead a virtual team well? Over the past couple of weeks, a number of business owners and entrepreneurs have been asking me this question. My guess is you're asking the same question. How do I now lead a virtual team? In other words, I had a group of people that met in my office or in my complex or in whatever you're you call your office type environment. And now all of a sudden because of COVID-19, we're distributed. Now people are working out of their homes and how in the world do I now lead them well since we're no longer physically around one another, we're not seeing each other face to face. Now people are in their homes, how do I make sure that they're productive? And if that's the question you're asking, I'm gonna give you a bunch of ideas today. In fact, five ideas that'll help you. I don't think we have to spend a whole lot of time in the introduction. You probably just want to know what are the five ideas, so let's jump in. Here we go. Number one, the first idea is this. You need to onboard everyone like they're a new team member. Onboard everyone like they're a new team member. One of the mistakes that a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs are making right now is they're thinking that because somebody knew what their job was in an office, they now know what their job is going to be like at home, and that's a bad assumption. In fact, if there's a rule, I would tell you, make no assumptions, right? Don't assume that people know that if I did this over here, I'm supposed to do this over here because that's not the same. For example, let's take something as simple as hours. Let's just say in your workplace, you your people normally work from eight to five. Sounds great. Your assumption is gonna be, if they're working at home, they're gonna work from eight to five. That's probably not their assumption. They're probably thinking, well, you know, now that I'm at home, I'm not at the office, I can have some flexibility. So if I want to start work at 5 a.m. and get off at 2 p.m., awesome. If I want to start at noon and I'm done at 9, that's fine. Uh, they might be thinking, well, you know, my boss knows that I've got some kids, and so I'm just going to work in you know hour and two-hour blocks throughout the course of the day, and somehow I'll get my eight hours in. So they've got a set of assumptions. You've got a set of assumptions. You're frustrated because you're trying to contact somebody, and they're not available because they either haven't started work or they're already done with work, and you're like, what's going on here? Well, the difficulty here is that you didn't clarify the expectation. You can't assume that you can move from here over to here and everyone's going to make that transition. What seems so obvious to you is probably not obvious to them. So I would recommend that you want to go back and get really clear. What are all your expectations for your team now that they're distributed, they're working as a virtual team? What are all your expectations? What are your job expectations for them? And then onboard them again. Go back through them. And by the way, if your team's been doing this for a week or so and you're kind of frustrated, there's nothing wrong with coming back to them and saying, hey, you know, over the last week or so, I realized I didn't do my job and I didn't quite you know, clarify the expectations now that we're virtual, how we need to operate. So let's roll this back and let's start over again and you know, here are my expectations. So there's nothing wrong with going back and fixing a problem. But either way, you just need to onboard your team. Don't make expect the assumption that they know because that's a really bad assumption. Right, so that's number one. You need to onboard everyone like they're on a new team. Number two, you need to communicate more, not less. You need to communicate more, not less. Another mistake that an awful lot of business owners and entrepreneurs are making right now is they're tending to think, you know, woohoo, I don't have people around all the time. I'm going to get a bunch of work done, you know, as if they can just kind of cloister away and they can just kind of do their thing and they don't need to talk to people anymore, which is the opposite of what they actually need to do. You know, in a workplace, in an office, you just kind of bump into people. You see them at the water cooler. You see them in the lunch room. You, you're walking down the hallway and just, hey, what's going on about that? Or what's ha happening with this project? And so you have all this communication that takes place during the course of the day that just isn't organized. Well, 
in a virtual team, you can't make any of those assumptions. All that communication that you would normally get to people during the course of the day actually needs to be more intentional. So you need to actually communicate more frequently with your people. In fact, in the Biscaylers Club, I've been telling all of our members, they need to actually communicate every day with their team. So I would you know, definitely up your communication at least uh, on a daily basis, if not more frequently. And especially in crisis, you, you may need to communicate more frequently every two to four hours, depending on what industry you're in. So think about communicating more, not communicating less. You know, Putting more clarity around your expectations, not less clarity on your expectations. The third thing I would suggest to you is that you need to establish new rhythms, establish new rhythms. Again, in a work environment where you just kind of randomly walk into people and you have managing by wandering around and you know things just kind of happen. Well, when you're in a virtual team, you can't make those assumptions. So you probably need to add some new rhythms that weren't there before. So for example, if you don't use uh, right now in your workplace a daily meeting, now's a perfect time. Daily meetings are great, right? A daily meeting, uh, is going to be you know 15 minutes or less. You get everybody on a let's say on a video conferencing uh, platform, and you're just going to go around the group. What did you work on yesterday? What are you working on today? Where are you stuck? Three simple questions. Get everyone on the same page. Know what's going forward. I'm going to tell you a daily meeting will get more done. You'll be more productive than you've ever been. So a daily meeting, great thing to do. Um, if you don't normally schedule one-on-ones with people, now's the time to schedule one-on-ones because you're not popping by their office anymore. Whether that's on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis, schedule those one-on-ones. Uh, if your departments don't have meetings normally because people are kind of huddled around one another, now you might need to ha- establish some new uh, department meetings. So you're probably going to need to meet more than you were meeting before because all the random stuff that used to take place doesn't take place. So you're going to communicate more. You're going to meet more. You're going to clarify more expectations. So those are the first three things. The fourth thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to systematize everything. Systematize everything. If you want to grow and scale a company, everything has to be systematized anyway. The problem, of course, for a lot of small businesses is they never get around to systematizing the stuff that they need to systematize. Well, now that you're distributed and you can't actually pop in and solve a problem or you know, somebody else can't just pop in and just say, hey, you know, tweak this or fix this or do that, it's going to force you to actually start systematizing more things. And that's actually a good thing because you're going to start building out more and more of your business runbook, your BRB, through this crisis. And you're going to build a better virtual team because what was in your mind or in somebody else's mind is now going to be in, on paper or in a document in the cloud. And so everything's going to get better. And there are going to be things that you're going to create systems for you hadn't thought about you know, before, but this is going to force you to create a system that will actually help you in the future. For example, I just mentioned you know, get everybody on a vir- virtual platform uh, for video conferencing. Well, why not create a system about how to do that? I just created one for our Biscaylers Club members this week because there are an awful lot of people who do a really bad job and they don't understand what, to me, would make sense. They don't do so why not create a system, train everybody, you're going to have better meetings for you know this point forward, but you created a new system, it's going to help your business. And again, when you're creating systems, don't worry about perfection. Done is better than perfect. You'll fix it as you're going along. And that brings us to the fifth and final idea for today, and that would be you want to hold your people accountable to the results, metrics, and promises. The results, metrics, and promises. When you have people that are distributed, it's easy to not hold people accountable. And the general rule is that most people revert to the lowest level of accountability. So if people are out of sight and you're not touching base with them regularly and you're not holding them accountable, 
their performance is going to go down. Um, if they're, <clears throat> you're thinking in your mind, well, you know, Sally's got two kids and you know, I don't want to be a jerk, you know, because she's not getting this done on time. Guess what? Her performance is going to go down. You can't play the mind game. When people are in a distributed team, you need to hold them accountable just like you would in a workplace, but you actually have to be more intentional about holding them accountable because it's easier for people to let things slide when there's nobody around looking over their shoulder. So you're going to want to actually increase uh, your accountability. And if the project was due uh, by noon uh, today, then it needs to be in by noon today, not at 1230, not at 2 o'clock, not at 4 p.m. It needs to be done by noon. Whatever that is. If the metric was they were supposed to make 50 calls, then hold them accountable to 50 calls. If they promised that they were going to follow up with a client, or if they promised they were going to get this done on this project, you make sure that you hold them accountable. In essence, hopefully you've been picking up in this whole training that more is what you do with virtual teams, not less. Even though you're not around people, um, you have to do more. So onboard them, which is about more expectations. Communicate more with them. Hold more meetings, systemize more things, and then finally hold them more accountable. If you do the more part, guess what? You'll have better performance. And you might actually find that you actually like the virtual team environment. And you're going to be more productive. Your people might be more productive. So when this ends and you go back to normality, um, you might find that you're going to allow more people to work on a virtual level because they're going to probably increase their their productivity and I think you're going to enjoy doing it. I've been working with virtual assistants for well over a decade now, and it works pretty, pretty well. So uh, hopefully you found this helpful. Those five hints and tips will get you to be more productive and your team to be more productive. If you enjoyed this, make sure you pass this along to some other business owners and entrepreneurs that you know. Um, if you're watching by video and you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button. If you're listening by podcast, hit the subscribe button as well if you haven't. And finally, if you haven't checked out the Biscaler's Club yet, make sure you check it out. I mean, we've, we're here to help you build and grow a great scalable business. And so we've got tons of training and tons of help on how to do that, including how to lead and manage a virtual team. So until next week, to your accelerated success, Bruce out.